my uh, podcast is to reach all over the world with uh, uh, with all these messages uh, I get and uh, I have got and uh, my uh, testimony about my life and uh, in my uh, I have one in Swedish and and that uh, Swedish podcast uh, I I start from the the time when I was born uh, just before I was born I start and then I I go older and older so I have not reached that part when uh, when God come and talk to me, when Jesus Christ was standing in in my room and uh, God was talking to me in the air, uh, that I have not come in there because I I want to to start in different uh, uh, ways because I'm that kind of person that. Uh, like I don't eat the same food more than uh, two days, then I be bored of it. So I started in different uh, uh, start in those podcasts, and this is English. It was more important to start. Uh, uh, with this uh, when uh, God come to me and uh, because uh, in Sweden where I live there is not so much people that believe in God We uh, Sweden is uh, one of the most uh, uh, less uh, God believing countries in the world so uh, I need to, I have to build it up uh, so people start to be interested of my life in a more normal way to, from where I was born and raised up and all this. But in my English podcast, I can start when... Jesus Christ was standing in my home because uh, you are more believer of God in some kind of God even if you don't uh, believe from the start uh, in my God uh, I want to talk uh, from that point where where, God, uh, where Jesus Christ come down to me because it's 20 years to talk about and uh, it's um, a little rush to get it out because I want my Messiah uh, God and heaven to come down uh, this world is so so bad so it uh, we need heaven to come down 
and uh, my what I feel from God is that he will come when my podcast have reached all over the world and that's the time for him and uh, I don't know when when it will be when it will be happen that uh, I have reached all over the world so I can't say the time when heaven will come when Messiah will come down that I don't know it can take take uh, next year it can take two three four years or maybe more I don't know uh, but uh, today I I got a contact with a man in in Africa that want to help me to spread in Africa and uh, I have many in India that uh, listen and the United States have started to be many also and and even in Nepal I have got people Uh, it will be hardest to reach uh, those uh, Islamic uh, countries that will be very hard but if if it will be that my podcast reach all countries without have reached Islamic countries, I believe that the pressure will place my podcast in Islamic countries also. And as I am not, uh, I am not in a, a religion because to be religious and be in a real religion is that you are not free and I'm a free person religion means that everyone think the same believe in the same and and is in the inner circle of some belief and that's not me because I I can't say that I belong to a special group uh, I believe I belong to God and I don't believe in any any sort of of believers uh, group so I am not religious I mean not in a religion I mean God only so and that's enough to and I was born like that God created me like that for me to be a tool for him to reach all over the world so um, I was thinking that I should talk about uh, go farther in uh, in the United States and um, even if it's not time yet but I want to start with the Muslim people I live with uh, it was uh, I was in in the shelter again and um, 
and in this domestic violence shelter and uh, uh, there I saw it was uh, that the people there that took care of the homeless shelter they told me one day that there is someone that that want to have uh, have a, a babysitter uh, in their home and uh, we were thinking that you should should call them and uh, see if you can get a job because there you can stay also you you get a room and then you get money also from taking care of the kids they say but they didn't say that and I don't think it was say that uh, it was Muslims and uh, and that, that that was it was still uh, a, a wound bleeding of United States because of the terrorist attack and uh, I come to that family in their house in Virginia Beach and uh, Dorset Avenue in Virginia Beach they don't live there anymore so I can say the address and uh, and th they were Muslim and they were were very deep deep believer in Islam and uh, but I needed that that place I have nowhere to go uh, so they uh, took me in I, I got a job and I got a very very small room but with a big bed nice bed and uh, then a, a telephone in my room and uh, and then I, I should take care of uh, two uh, two kids for them they were the sh children was uh, the boy was 7 years old so he was in the school and uh, the girl was six years old and she was uh, at home in first when I come there and, um, and they maybe was five and six when I come there and uh, they they were they they were not raised they were wild kids and um, and the, the 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 mother in the house she was not wearing the Muslim clothes. She had long pants. Often she didn't wear any dress. They, she always have long pants on her. So she was not uh, hand and not uh, clothes as Muslim, and. Uh, 
I come to know that they tried to hide that they were Muslims. And uh, it, I, I suppose it go worse after the terror attack that they tried to hide. And um, so she, she had no covering of her hair. Or she looked like American woman. And uh, it's uh, then um, the f- the father was the one that was very strict Islamic, but as a man he didn't need to to wear any sign of uh, being Muslim. And the father was was the financial manager for U.S. Airway. And uh, the mother was a doctor at the General Hospital in Norfolk. So it was a wealthy home, but it was no, not so much sign of, of wealth in, in the house. It was really a lower standard than than uh, middle class it was like they they have been high yeah hidden the whole time and um, then um, I first those first week I could I, I was thinking I can't have I can't work here because the kids was so wild uh the first thing they did the day it was that they it's um in american uh, kitchen they have uh, like um, a cord of the water tap so you can stretch it out uh, to flash uh, water around in the kitchen and that's what's what the boy did started to do he he took that and opened the water tap and spread all the water around around the kitchen and on me and he was totally crazy and then they go to the refrigerator there it was this kind of refrigerator that had, that uh, make ice cubes uh, and place it in in the mug when you take the water cold water and uh, and he uh, press press the button so the ice cube was flying out from the refrigerator out on the floor and then he go and pee in a trash can in uh, in, in the toilet they, he didn't use the toilet he he was peeing in the in the trash uh, can that was in the in the bathroom and i didn't know that before he started to smell from the, the trash and I saw that and uh, he take a, 
a pot a pot out of from the from the kitchen and make number two in it and uh, they were total crazy running jumping all over the place and throwing things and uh, he have this this uh, glowing and uh, in soft things that you you can stretch out this uh, toy that uh, and then when you throw it it uh, sticks to the wall or wherever you you uh, cast through it and he of course he threw it in the ceiling and that was impossible for me to take it away so it was really crazy and um, and he, their parents they say the father say that you are not allowed to tell them no don't and not uh, uh, educate them and not uh, telling them what to do or not to do he say and they have a telephone so they can call me if something is wrong in the home if you are bad to them they they can call me and i come home and you are fired he said to me before he go to his job and it and i i could uh, take it one week but it goes so much on my nerves that the kids was total crazy and then when uh, the mother come home from from her job and she always uh, say it should be perfect in the home and how to do it to make it perfect in the home perfect cleaning home when the kids was total wild and do so much mess and and I didn't know what to do so uh, I start but I started to to make uh, them to trust me and like me and uh, because I I suppose that it was because I I never be upset I never was screaming at them I only told them that I can't take this and uh, and uh, not not to make them be more fire up more not give the devil in them energy so I hold the peace even if it was like a storm around me the whole time and and they saw it it was intel intelligent kids so they saw it and started to like me and uh, when they started to the second week i was thinking i can't 
take it anymore. So it doesn't matter if the the father is coming and fire me because I can't work in this this home. And uh, so I started to say the kids that uh, uh, to not do those things that they did and uh, say it sharp to them, not angry, but sharp. You don't do that. And they say, uh, I will call, we will call oh, um, our father. We will call him. They were screaming to me when I start to tell them no. And uh, then I say to them that uh, that's okay for me. I was so tired of it. I said, it's okay for me because I can go any moment. I can go before your father is coming home. I can only go out from this door and leave you. I said to them. And they they understood. So they didn't call. And, uh, and it started to be that when uh, when there was some mistake and uh, things that they could tell their their parents about uh, against me they didn't they never took what i have done and said to them and the parents they were only talking arabic to to the kids so I should not hear what they were saying. But the kids couldn't speak Arabic, so they were speaking back in English. So that's make me could understand what they were talking about. So they couldn't hide. And then a little later I started to understand some of this. Arabic languages. God gave me that knowledge very quick. And um, so that uh, it was one time the boy was was calling on me and it was when I felt that I wanted to play with them. So I ran after them and take them and hug them and then I let them go and these kind of things. And but the boy, he was, he could be, he was so intelligent. So you know, sometimes it's when people are so very intelligent, they the brain can't take it. They be crazy. Uh, and he was like that. So sometimes he, he go total crazy. And, uh, and, and it was fine when we were playing in the house that I was running after them and took them. But suddenly the boy be frightened about me. And, uh, and he called his father. It was only father had said that he should say, uh, yeah, I don't remember the word, but he say, shui, 
like that. Only uh, one word that was the alarm to come home. Uh, so the father come home and and the father go angry at me because I have scared his son. And uh, the girl, I'd be surprised because she was the most, she was very angry little girl. And I never thought it should happen. But uh, she, she, uh, she helped me and she said, Father, we only were playing. We have fun, we have playing. And he, and he go frightened about it. So, so the father listened at his daughter and understood that it was only that we were playing. And the boy, he was very sensitive, that boy. And uh, the father tried to get him to be more uh, brave, to be more uh, stronger. And uh, one time they, he go on this um, class for, for uh, fighting class in this um, Japanese not karate it was some other this uh, about fighting fighting uh, that uh, fighting and defend class and the father he was so happy that the boy wanted to go there with him and uh, the boy uh, and the father was going to give him everything that he needed for the class. He got the the dress, he got a new bag and all the equipment, very much money. And and suddenly the boy was going frightened when they step up a little in the class in in this fighting club and then he didn't want to go and the father was so angry because he had bought all those things for the son and thought he should be more more brave more powerful and um, I started to learn this uh, with the uh, Muslims uh, I got some knowledge about why the why many of these Muslim not everyone but some of these uh, more orthodox more uh, the deep uh, religious Muslims what why they they are like they are it was because uh, the father could say we are going to the beach today oh i had to to close uh, the recording because i got uh, something on the door so um i was talking about this how how they raise the kids um, 
the the Muslim people, and uh, that's uh, the opposite what you should do to kids if you want them to be nice kids. But uh, they could say, the father could say that we are going to the beach today. And uh, the kids was very happy and and waited for the father to to come home from his job and take them to the beach. And then when the father come home, they say that that we don't go to the beach today. And then he say that instead he said to them and like. I could go when he saw that they be sad, then this, he said that I go and get some hamburgers, pizza, like that. Uh, so to cheer them up. But you know that every time a, a parent is disappointing the kids, no matter what they do later on. It's be like uh, take a knife in them. It's be a little inside them in the brain that that uh, the promise you make will not be a promise. That you can't trust any person what they are saying to to not uh, to not have that control over anything. In life, because they, it's, of course, uh, it can happen. Sometimes that you have to disappoint your kids, but this was what uh, was what they did many times. Very often, that they they make the kids happy, and then uh, they broke. The happiness, uh, and uh, it's uh, it's confusing for the kids, because uh, if I did that to my kids, I always told them why we couldn't do those things, but these uh, parents they never say there to their kids why they couldn't go to the beach. They only say, we can't go to the beach. That's what it. Not explain it anyway. Uh, so that's uh, one thing I noticed about uh, the Muslims' education of uh, raise their kids. The, and uh, they go to... Uh, they go to Pakistan because the father was was born in Pakistan, and uh, he and uh, they have taken uh, done video recording when they were in like in Easter time in uh, in Pakistan, and uh, I saw that the video the. The goat, they have goats that they were playing with, uh, these kids. And they like uh, the goat very much. 
and then suddenly uh, it they kill it. It's a it's amazing that that they can do these things. Have it have the goats like they were pets, and then kill the pets and in that that uh, awful way to kill an animal in halal meat to hang them up and then cut their throat uh, so the the blood blood is running down out from the body and they be dead because they have no blood in them it's a awful death uh, it's a very cruel, but I know that uh, you wish people do the same. Uh, I say uh, to make you wish people angry at me now, because that's what what many you wish or real uh, orthodox you wish do the same, and. Uh, Muslim and Islam, they are not, they are not so different. It's many things that they have in common. Uh, this covering of women, the instead of covering with fiber, most Jewish women have wigs to not show their real hair, and the. And all those, there is many similar to each those two groups, and uh, and then um, the the little girls explain it for me that they have to kill the goat because it goes sick, and that's like like saying to the kids about Santa that. Uh, that Santa is real, and then they find out it 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 is not real. There is no Santa, and they be disappointed. And uh, why lie for me, my childhood about Santa? Uh, make it clear already from the beginning. It's a fun play only with Santa. It's not. A real man, it's a, a fun thing we do in Christmas. Why don't you say that instead of lie? And um, and why have Santa anyway? When you can have the... Uh, it's under the Christmas tree, the those parcel, the box, the gifts. Um, but uh, that's what we... Grown up, due to the kids, uh, we lie very much to to the kids, and that's why they change the mindset of the kids because of all the lies is that telling the kids, and they the kids can see other things. You tell tell them a lie, and they see it 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 is a lie and uh, broke the trust and that's what i'm talking about that 
that uh, the uh, child is not born evil. It's uh, the environment that makes them evil. Uh, there is, of course, some kids born with uh, damage in their brain. It can happen, but uh, most Kids are born clean and trusting. Trust the parents. And then the the trust is broken the whole time. And uh, uh, now when I talk about kids, uh, you I have uh, many listeners from India. And I know what you are doing with uh, the kids I don't say that all of you do it but I have been in uh, God have have uh, showed me everything what's going on in the world and I have been into India home where the parents is is um, take a rope and and uh, put uh, together the kids legs and and hands to uh, to punish them uh, with a rope and, uh, and uh, let them be tied tied with a, a rope sitting there and can't move at all i have seen this and uh, and how can the the kids be clean and and look forward of life when they sit there and have the ropes around their legs uh, and uh, hands and can't move at all and and all of those kids in the world that is uh, spanked and not be educated they only uh, only tell the the kids that they have done something that have make the parents angry and because of that they be spanked instead of telling the kids why you are angry at them why they have disappointed you and these things I uh, when I have my kids, uh, not with my son, but my daughter. I was older, so I understood that I had. We have got uh, McDonald's um, in our city, and when uh, uh, when uh, my daughter did good things, nice things. Then I, I was going very quick to say that I am so happy about about you that you do these things. Uh, so we go to the McDonald's and eat and have fun. That I do, and and then uh, when they when 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 she she didn't had a, uh, had a good day that I. I'd be angry at her that, and then I say that I, I was thinking that we should go to McDonald's and found, 
But now I'm disappointed because you did these th- sort of things and I explained why I was angry. And, uh, and that's, I didn't punish her in, in uh, spanking. I had never spanked my kids. And, uh, and instead she, 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 my daughter, she behaved very nicely. Uh, she, I have no problems with her. Uh, she was okay in in her brain until she come to this church. The that she go to just after I left Sweden for United States. Uh, the devil forced her to come to to the church where she is today. And she have uh, going back in her brain. The brain can be like that. But the brain is very flexible. And uh, it's uh, what you say and do to to a, a kid that changed their mindset. And that my daughter was very intelligent until she come to that church. And they broke down her brain by by ignore her to not let her their her talent coming forward and she they placed her uh, as the lowest person in the church and she is so extremely good in singing for example and when she come to that church she she was very good in computer things. She don't know anything. She don't even know where I live, and she don't know. No, uh, she dropped her telephone because she she don't know what she is doing. The brain is going going backwards, uh, and that can people do that uh, when you stay in. A, like this uh, church where she is in uh, it's a a sect church so they uh, they uh, treat people different uh, and they put their own uh, family and and relatives on the highest places in the church and those people that is not related to them they are like slaves to those family members to the pastor uh, and it's very bad to see and very sad to see and uh, that's what they did in this Muslim home and I tell that it was not an isolated thing because in that home uh, Muslims people in in Virginia, they come to their home because they they were in a, in the Islamic community for Virginia. So there come complete people to have meeting conferences in their home, and I saw how they treated because they had kids with them and I saw how they were treated their kids uh, so that was not one family that did it 
I saw those other, and uh, and uh, the most Islamic woman there in in these conferences. It's amazing that it was an American woman. She was really American, young woman, and she was so much Islamic, and she cover herself uh, in everything of this that uh, the orthodox uh, muslim need uh, women have to have so they covering uh, most everything but it was warm and uh, when it was only we women uh, she could take off her her clothes but as long as, uh, if it come a man in, in, in the room, it doesn't matter if it was an old man, or if if this boy I look after, if he come into the room, she have to put her clothes on, and cover her, and she even she covering her feet and she covering even her hands. So nothing of the skin was, you couldn't see any, any more skin than, than the, her eyes. And I was talking to her, and she said that she become a, a Muslim after the terror attack. She was the same as uh, some that we don't understand this about uh, women that that marry a, a person that is a murderer a killer when they sit in a in the prison for have murdered they go and take contact with this man and marry them it's very hard to understand this but it's a mental issues on in them and and she the terror people that have done this to to the her own country then she go and be together with them then she be interested of islam that's very strange for me normally you take a stand against this and not be involved in in this uh, group of people that have have done this terrible terror attack in New York uh, but uh, she did the opposite she joined them and uh, married a Muslim man and uh, and they didn't know that I was married so they they wanted me to marry a Muslim man also, and uh, and they told me that uh, in um, Muslim countries they they can't divorce. Uh, it's very hard to divorce. They can divorce, but it's very hard to get it. So many of those people that. Muslim people that come to United States uh, 
they divorce when they come to United States, when they were away from those Muslim countries. So uh, it was one way they did to to escape the marriage. It was to move to United States, and maybe they do, and I suppose they do it in other countries also to to be free from these Muslim laws, uh, Islamic laws, uh, to be more free. And I know that because I have had friends from uh, Muslim countries and and uh, it have mostly been women that want to be free. And uh, you know, it's easy for for them to tell that they can't live with a man uh, that he's beating that uh, beating her up and these things and if they are in another country that is not under the islamic law then uh, she can uh, ask for divorce so that's what's happened and uh, because uh, I have been friends with some women from Islamic countries and they make them kick them out from marriage because they couldn't stand their man because they were they say to me they are exactly the same in Sweden as they were in our home homelands they don't change but the women, when they're coming to to another country that is not under Islamic law, they make them free. Uh, and uh, not everyone. I don't talk about everyone. I talk about some people, how they are thinking and acting. Um, I don't judge over... Uh, a whole group of people. I, I only talk about some people. And uh, I come to know very, very much of, about Islam. Uh, because uh, the man, he wanted to educate me uh, in Islam. And uh, it was because he wanted to he wanted me to be his wife. The kids love me so much. They started to love me so much. So they asked their father if if I could be their mother. Because uh, the mother, the parents was totally different from each other. She, uh, like I said, she was not much into Islamic. Uh, she was not praying, but he was praying, and uh, in especially in Ramadan, he was up, uh, awake the whole night long and praying. Uh, but she didn't. She was sleeping. So they were so totally different, and I'm wondering why. And that was because they were 
arrangement. The, their parents have agreed to that they should marry each other. And uh, she, the wife, uh, she lived already in in United States, in California. So that's how he could come in into United States was to marry her. So I saw the videos about their wedding and I said to her, you look very shy in those in the movie. I say to her, and she say that's that was because it was the first time I met him. <laughs> I met him on my wedding, so that she have not seen him, and she know that she should go to bed with him uh, in the evening after the wedding. So of course she was shy. And that's so totally different from the Swedish culture that you can do this. Uh, she say, of course, I, I have had uh, sent letters to each other, but we have never met each other in person before we should, should marry in the wedding. So... And there, I am going to talk more, more about uh, the, those uh, Islamic ideas and cultures that I come to know when I was working for them. <coughs> so now I have to uh, glue together those these two parts of or my episode because I get a delivery of a box so so thank you for for listen and God bless you God love you and I love you too thank you for listen